Welcome to the Open Bell podcast for trumpet players by trumpet players and a cornet guy. I'm your host, Bill Stoneman, and I'm joined by my good friends and fellow trumpet geeks, Brian Appleby Weinberg and the judicious juggernaut himself, Joey Tartell. This episode of the Open Bell is brought to you by the World Trumpet Federation. On your way to work, WTF. Practicing, WTF. Thinking about the trumpet, WTF. That's how we know our work is making a difference. If you're thinking WTF when you need some trumpet time, then the World Trumpet Federation is doing it right for you. Home to the Open Bell podcast and so much more, the WTF is your one resource for the truth about trumpet. And of course, pink hoodies. Just go to www.worldtrumpetfederation.com or email us at theopenbell at gmail.com if you want a hoodie or even if you just have a question. And by Dylan Music. In 1992, around the same time Brian decided that he didn't like people, Steve Dillon was on a mission to serve the masses with his new music store. And unlike our cornet-playing recluse friend, Steve was actually engaging other human beings and making sure that folks had the gear they needed, and that continues to this day. We suggest you walk uh, no, run to Woodbridge, New Jersey and take a look for yourself at the great inventory, amazing prices, and stellar staff that await you at Dylan Music. Walk right in and ask for Jim McCombs and tell him that the boys at the Open Bell sent you. Now, if you can't make it to Dylan's in person for the same kind of treatment, then just go to www.dylanmusic.com to find your own great deal on a huge inventory of great trumpet gear. Or... Feel free to call them at 732-634-3399. Just be sure to ask for Jim McCombs. And if you need mouthpiece work done at a great price, our buddy Perry Sutton is standing by waiting to help. Remember to use the code OPENBELL5 to get 5% off all your accessories. Dylan Music, musicians helping musicians since 1992. The Open Bell Podcast is comprised of three segments, warming up a couple things and no offense. We use these segments to juggle, joust, and jam information that we believe is just for juvenile trumpet jesters. Gentlemen, shall we? Each week, Warming Up is brought to you by Chop Saver, that perfect all-natural lip treatment created by the one and only Dan Gosling, inventor, entrepreneur, adventurer. And when people said they couldn't do this, they couldn't possibly start a new brand of all-natural lip treatment, Dan said, I know, it's all wrong. By rights, we shouldn't even be here, but we are. It's like in the great stories, Mr. Tartello, the ones that really mattered. Full of darkness and danger they were, and sometimes you didn't want to know the end, because how, how, how could the end be happy? How could the world go back to the way it was when so much bad happened? But in the end... It's only a passing thing, this shadow. Even darkness must pass. A new day will come. And when the sun shines, it will shine all the clearer. And that will be okay because Chop Saver comes in an SPF 15 oh version. <laughs> Use the code BELL to get 15% off your order promo by going code. to www.chopsaver.com today. Now, who is the lord of our ringing bell? <laughs> who is the lord of the ring on your chops, Brian? Oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome that's a deep dive thank you you yeah, went you. all the way in and it was worth it let thank me say you. it was worth Very impressive. worth the trip thank you thank you that took wow. y'all 30 seconds to come up with oh yeah, my I gosh mean, i did my research as usual yeah Very this time impressive. it happened to be right it was better than my iditarod research to go <laughs> yes, way in the way back machine. Well, right, you had wrong information and, and left me hanging. <laughs> I G'd when I should have hawed. Exactly. <laughs> Don't get me started on the identity. Uh, anyway, Brian, what do you have for us today? All right, so I have a I have a question for you guys um, about. I don't know how to couch this question. Let's see. So um, we're obviously obviously in the middle of. Um, preparing for the national championships, the brass band national championships. Oh, and this will come out right somewhere. after this will come the, out right after those the championships. The this, championships. Is, this is NABA, correct? Yeah. NABA. Right. Down in Huntsville, Huntsville Alabama. Alabama. I'm going back home um, again. The motherland. Motherland. Yeah. And, and actually um, there's a, a big fatherland connection down there. If you know <laughs> that's what happened after world war two. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Apparently. It's true. Mm -hmm. Do your, do mm -hmm. little, uh, if you want to find some interesting reading, just uh, go look up Huntsville and Nazis and you're going to be fascinating. Yeah, at what you're right read. there. Yeah. I don't have anything to do with that. 
Just for good. the record. Just for good, the record. Good, good. To be clear. <laughs> to be clear. To um, be clear. So <laughs> I'm, you know, I've just been through this whole process, you know, talking about and working through making, getting a section or a group of people to invest in playing to the highest level possible. And I'm curious about, like, I think the perception people may have about that process is that it it's glamorous and it's interesting and it's fun and it's exciting. And I don't think it is. I think it's hard work. You roll up your sleeves, you do this really simple metronome work, balance work, intonation work, tone color work. And like it's can be extremely tedious, but I think when it's, really great that's what those people have invested in and i'm interested in your perspective you guys do you guys train groups to go to a contest every year as well and what do you talk about how do you how do you convince people that that's really what it takes that it's not this super exciting fun you know drastically musical experience oh that's this is a great point i I think this is a battle I have both at a, a individual and a group level with students all of the time, because when you watch people perform, you're seeing the results. Uh, yes. And that should be the exciting and musical, enjoyable, fun part of it. Yep. Now, this is a, a, essentially a, another delayed gratification. I know I brought this phrase up a lot <laughs> before. Yep. But you want to be able to put yourself in a position so that when you get to the performance, you can enjoy yourself, play at your best, and make a great musical product. Yeah. But the only way to do that is through an awful lot of work, which is can be uh, frustrating, can be tedious, can be nitpicky, should be nitpicky. You know, yeah. and, and, and all of that work is the only way to get to the point where you can enjoy yourself and have fun. Otherwise, uh, at best, you're hoping it goes well and, and <laughs> right. you know, or, or at worst going, I know this isn't going to be as good as it could be. Yeah. yeah. Right. So for me, that's yeah. always the way in is like you start with how do you want this to go? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I mm -hmm. will tell you, uh, here's a, here's Beautiful. a story from, from high school. All right. So our high school marching band used to go away to this camp and at MacArthur the camp, high school. Like, there you go. Nice yeah. work. Thank so. You. We went away to Shriner College uh, in, I think, Kerrville, Texas, and, and spent a week there in August. Are you you sure got a three hat. That's not Shiner College, is it? It's not Shiner, not Shiner Bach. Oh, it's okay. Shriner College. Um, they got free hats there. So, exactly. You get a free fez with every en uh, enrollment. Um, but so uh, every year we had a, a competition. I love that he knew what it was called. Of course you know what the hats are called. Uh, <laughs> but every year we'd have a competition <laughs> among each section. Right. And the, yeah, and the competition was a marching competition. Mm -hmm. So right. my senior year, I'm in charge. And I say to the trumpets at the beginning of the week, all right, I need to know what our goal is here. Because the winners got served dinner by the losers. So the winning section oh. had to sit down and, and the losing section would bring them dinner that night. That was the that's, setup. And I said, so it. I need to know, is our goal here to win this comp uh, competition or is our goal here to not lose this competition? Mm. <laughs> right. And I'm happy to either way. I I want to I want to know what the section wants to do because we've got a week and this is in our free time to organize all this kind of stuff. And they said, we want to make sure we're not serving dinner to anyone else. And I said, okay, we can do that. So I made sure that we had it. You know, that we were solid, but we weren't going to blow the doors off. And we did not win. We did not lose. We achieved mm -hmm. our goal. Exactly. So if your goal, goal yeah. but when we're talking about performance as a musical thing, our our idea should always be, do the best, do the best you possibly can. You want right. to sound great. Yes. Yeah. Um, so this reminds me of an undergrad school uh, marching band that IUP. We had a thing. Band camp essentially was this week long competition for the golden zucchini, um, and it really was that <laughs> that was the prize to win this. Vegetable there are no jokes there. Spray no, of gold. Spray <laughs> of gold. No, none whatsoever. No anyway, but that became that became a thing, and everybody realized that you know you wanted the honor of being the best section, <laughs> but you also realized all along that you know everything you were doing was feeding the machine. I think something like what you're doing, Brian, is that 
there's two parts to this, right? There's the technical stuff that you have to introduce that's necessary for them to get better. Right. But I think that constantly has to be couched in a narrative that puts the final goal in front of them yep. all the time. Yep. So I think, I think there's a balance in the pedagogy there between, you know, constantly having that conversation of where you're headed and this is how we're going to get there. Yeah. And then we also put on top of that, like this will also feed the machine for elevating the band for playing our concerts, playing our summer programs, playing our fall show here. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so it's supposed to elevate the band. It has been interesting. And, you know, there is a, honestly, there's a bit of indoctrination that happens because there are new people in the band. We have a lot of new players um, in their second, first NABA, third NABA. And so, you know, that part of that process, learning how to do that thing. And, you know, Craig, Craig Roberts calls it a blood sport, not a music competition. That's what he calls now, if it. We're going to talk about great 80s movies. <laughs> Jean-Claude <laughs> Van Damme <laughs> and the documentary style epic motion picture of the Kumite yes. blood sport. Yes. Now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. Now right. we're in it. And I just would like to say we've covered, uh, this might be our most rangy podcast so far. <laughs> Nazis, Fez, and Bloodsport. <laughs> These are all things that are mentioned in today's... I, I like this. We should talk yeah. more about the Kumite and other great 80s movies. And maybe Absolutely. the whole Jean-Claude Van Damme, you know, genre. Uh, genre. It's I own mean, get, genre. Get to some exactly. Steven Seagal things as well. Like, you know, very, good, very high-quality motion high pictures. High-quality niche sort of yes. stuff. Yeah. Well, Brian, I like, the, I like the topic. I think it's worthwhile. I think everyone's... This is what we do, right? Everything's, uh, we're all against this at some level or another. And Joey grew up in Texas, so he knows music is about winning. Of course. All about winning. No other way. That's right. That's what it's about. All right, Joey, what do you have for us? Um, I've got this. Uh, You guys know um, I'm from Texas. I like Texas. I'm heading to Texas. We're aware. Who who doesn't? Right. So I'm heading to Texas. I'm going to be at the Texas A&M University at Kingsville. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. They are having By the a, way, yeah. future home of NTC next NTC year. NTC will be down there That's next right. year. Trumpet so I'm doing a little, uh, little scouting trip. They do a little trumpet time. day every year. So Kyle Millsap, Dr. Dr. Kyle Millsap, he's a trumpet teacher down there. He's been doing great work. Uh, he's built a big studio down there, a lot, a lot of uh, good players. They've sent some good ensembles to NTC. So they're doing a trumpet day on May 13th, and I'm going to be the guest this year. Fantastic. Uh, If you're anywhere near, please come out to uh, Texas A&M University at Kingsville, Tamak, and say hi and hang for the day at Kingsville. Uh, I part of my what I'll be doing there is a a half recital. I guess they're also doing a horn day, so I don't know who the horn guest artist is, but I think we're splitting a recital. So they said if you can give us like. That's also to, you. You're gonna have to. Dis, they're gonna have to tell you what the program is when you show up. I've got an alto flugelhorn. Yeah. I'll be fine. You have to. Well, um, you can do, do Naruda. It counts. Fair. Uh, also, Ketting and Trotta also counts. That's right. That counts that's, as well. Uh, so I'm I'm halfway there. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's good. But we're splitting our recital. So I thought, what do I need to do here? Well, Bill, I'm pulling out the unaccompanied piece. I'm putting. Oh, it yes. Yes. It's gonna, I only got I got one shot at it last year at uh, at uh, ITG, mm-hmm. which was a I think a good world premiere, and I think it went Absolutely. well. I, was, I, I think I'm it was good. Um, happy, but Very I'm happy. gonna I'm gonna do it again. We're gonna pull it out. Put I I, I like unaccompanied stuff, and I think the piece is great. Uh, now I just awesome. have to figure out how to get that bass trumpet down there, but because it is for <laughs> uh, to remind people, uh, Bill wrote wrote a piece for me that's the first movement is on B flat trumpet, which hands off seamlessly to the flugelhorn second movement, which hands off seamlessly to the bass trumpet third movement. All again, <laughs> all unaccompanied, so there's not really a lot of break between movements. It's really like a pickup horn and p- play the same note as you hand off movement to movement. It's a, it's really well wow. written and very cool. So uh, come on, how many copies? Man. We're gonna how many that. how many copies are you gonna sell of that bill? It's in gonna publication? sell millions. Well, I mean, millions. Yeah, please. I'm gonna turn in my retirement paperwork when we're done here. Well, right. You know, you could. You know, we could do. You could think of that as like if you wanted this to be a chamber piece. The first movement could be trumpet, the second movement be horn, and the third <laughs> movement be trombone. Well, then you get a break. I think <laughs> that'd be awesome. Rests, but yeah. I like it. Oh, man. I, I like how I'm playing it. Yes. <laughs> I appreciate you doing that. You know, Rich Hartsicker did this on one of his recitals. Uh, he didn't do bass trumpet though. He stayed on flugel, right? Yeah, we kind of redid it for yeah, yeah, trumpet, yeah. trumpet, cornet, flugel horn. I think we lost. Oh right, trumpet, cornet, flugel. It's fine as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Worked great. 
We're great. Yeah. Wow, this is exciting. But yeah, yeah come very, on, come on down. Fun. May thirteenth, come on down to uh, Kingsville, Texas. That's the place. Are you doing to some be. teaching too? Yeah, they're going to be master classes and uh, a concert, uh, master class concert, and I'm sure the exhibits and stuff will be there. Are you as doing well. a big band thing too, or is the half no. recital the only thing? No, half recital. Oh. I think that's it. It's just yeah, a trumpet, right. just a trumpet day. Awesome. So I think there are going to be some trumpet ensemble things as well. Um, mm-hmm. May or may not. I don't know if I'm playing on those yet. We're still working all the, the details. Yeah, he's Kyle's done great stuff. He's he sent some really killer trumpet ensembles yeah, to NTC. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So I think they've doing... definitely uh, surprised some people recently when people yes. have thought of the, the people that are, quote, unquote, always there and always are good. Right. And then one, his group showed up and like, wow, that group sounds really good yes. because they do sound really good. Because they do sound really good, yeah. Yeah. Nails. Very cool. Absolutely. All right. So uh, that's what I got. Bill, what do you got for us today? Well, this is an interesting one today because I had a student come in for a lesson. You know, I always talk about my students a lot. and uh, But uh, I I realized that the, what this student needed to hear, we had already talked about on the podcast. Uh-oh. <laughs> so not only did I this doesn't sound like us, a good idea. I yep. assigned our my own oh podcast. My hold on, hold on. So what you told this student rules is against you this? should be checking out more of me. Yes. That's <laughs> what you said. Yeah. But enough about me. What do you think about Going me? Going back to our last episode, letter L is for listen to me. Listen you to me. You literally which I said that to I a student. I got to say that. And wow. I'd like you to listen to me even when you're not in the room. So, uh, no, it was time to wheel out the trumpet ostrich episode. Oh, just oh, in yeah. a recent one. Yeah, but because enough, enough is enough of not being able to do this thing. This one thing that's haunted you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah. No longer... Bearing your head in the sand here. Let's go. Yeah. Pull your head out of the sand and, and start addressing the weaknesses. Yeah. So I thought it was really funny. I'm like, wow, I'm about to do this. I'm about to. You're going so, in. I'm going in. How did the it. student respond? Is this a student who listens to the podcast or does not listen to the podcast? Who has listened, I don't think, regularly. Okay. Well, that's the problem. Well, that's the problem right there. Ever, um, you got to hit that subscribe button pretty much right now. Yeah, do it. Like it. Yeah. Just do it. <laughs> get alerts oh, as soon as we post anything yeah you should be you, <laughs> you know, know what i'm saying this should be your uh, like 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 a uh, president dr very reverend Moore. this should be your tuesday morning listening that's it because we yep. drop non-negotiable these on, like, monday nights so you know if you haven't heard this by tuesday at noon you're late you're, you're late doing it wrong you're yeah. behind the curve and what are they guys what are they what's their head in the sand about double tongue oh, oh yeah. yeah well joey can relate I did. I avoided that one for a while. (laughs) (laughs) All roads lead back to Clark, too, in this conversation. (laughs) Yep. Yes, sir. And that's one even you guys were aware that Clark had a number two. We knew that existed. Yeah, we knew there was a two. You didn't know there was a double tugging involved at the time. I I heard of two. (laughs) No. Not up for that part. Not at all. But uh, no, it was was great. Nice. Felt a little, only a little weird by going, you need to do this. Hey, but, history professors have no trouble assigning their textbooks. Well, that's true. So that's right. fair. That's totally I mean, fair. I have assigned my own etude book. I'm not sure why it felt weird to me. You know <laughs> oh, what I mean? Right. This is weird too. That's where I never think about the ones I edited because that I didn't write them. I just tried, <laughs> you don't tried assign to fix, those. I just right. tried to fix them. Well, yeah. it's also not weird for you to have original. a student say, "Would you like to hear uh, you right. first?" <laughs> I'd like to play the U. Uh, the U, A two, <laughs> U number nine. <laughs> nice. Weird. Anyway, all right, boys, it's game time. Oh, oh yes, no. yes. What wow, are we, nice, what are we nice doing bumper, today? Joey? Today I, you have. There's no bumper. You haven't announced the game yet. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Should I have a generic just game bumper? Just like no. game and. I've no. made them game specific. You you actually have a bumper for this because we're circling Very back impressive. to a game that I loved. Uh oh. It's time for a round of You Complete Me. All right. This is the trumpet world's most famous completion exam. (laughs) All these questions are completion. All these questions are completion? That's not a sentence. There's a statement. They are... There's a statement, and then you, it's like a completion question on a, a fill test. in the blank. Yeah, fill in the blank, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you ready for number one? So, before and no. after. Here we go. <laughs> Come on, Brian, you're going to get this. Oh, my Everything God. would just be better if Brian wouldn't play so 
loud all the time. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> so you want to know what, what that gap is? We just need to yeah, know what that word is. Yeah, whatever I beeped out is the yeah. word you have to come up with. Yeah, obviously, it seems very clear to me. It's very clear. Yeah, beautifully. <laughs> That's, That's not, not the word the, I was thinking no, we're, of. We're, we're writing down. We're coming back later, right? Oh, I don't care. Whatever. However uh, you how many questions it. are there? There are five. I think we should write them down and then come back and do them. Right? Okay, That's sure. Normally That's do. great. So that's, yeah. no, that's number one. That's number one. All right. All Question right. number two. Question number two. Thank you. Joey seems grumpy these days from taking so many gigs. He's definitely tired of this <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Wow. I don't know. I don't know why I, I, I would be accused of taking so many gigs. I mean, the, the three Big Bang gigs in three different states. And in then, one weekend? In one week. What's the matter? And then, and then, let's see, next week, I will be back in Chicago and then recording an indie and well, then still teaching here. Listen, <laughs> so. for the second time today, uh, this is going to happen. I've got a podcast for you to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> It's on time management. <laughs> That's a good idea. I All should right. check that out. Question number three. Question number three. Thank you. While ChatGPT may not recognize Anton Feidinger for his contributions to the trumpet world, we know for a fact that he was a genius. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. Feidinger. Question man. four. What? No no echo? Trumpet. No. Question number four. Question number four. <laughs> Thank you. That's I what had, I was wondering. I don't for. know. I just had a straw uh, <laughs> uh, misread there. No offense to Albuquerque. <laughs> Little episode. Small episode there. <laughs> Which no way offense. Is Albuquerque? Which no. way is it from here? Okay. No offense to the Southwest. <laughs> Facing Southwest with my hand in the air. All right. Scott Belk's flexibility books have gathered quite a following, although some people don't like the books because of all the <laughs> they have to put up with reading them. <laughs> all right. All right. And number five. This is our question. final question. Number five. Mm -hmm. No bonus question. What? Just five. Uh -huh. I know. I could probably come up with something. I feel cheated. Yeah, I know you should. All right. As someone who despises articulation, I always become suspect when players bring in this kind of music for a lesson. <laughs> All right. Mm -hmm. Okay. There we go. All right, back to question number one. Do I have to repeat the question? Yeah, I think, yeah, so Brian can fill it in. Right. And then I'll okay. fill it in. Correctly. Right, here's, here's the question again. <laughs> Everything would just be better if Brian wouldn't play so loud all the time. Shockingly. I put exceed I put exceedingly. Okay, this goes to Joey. I Frustrating. had extra. I had extra. Okay, extra I'm going to take, loud I'll the, take the point there. Yeah. 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 That's extra great. loud isn't exceedingly is a better word. You want you need Exceedingly a, is definitely a better you word. You needed an adverb there because loud But you an know, adjective. I would have had so. It would have been like that long. It's fine. <laughs> we can talk fast. It's not a timing thing. Yeah. All right, question two. Joey seems grumpy these days from taking so many gigs. He's definitely tired of this Schedule. Schedule. Yes. All <laughs> right. Well done, boys. I don't know what else it could have been. It I mean, seems I obvious. That it was, was clear, clear as a bell that that's pretty obvious. That's what I'm not that sure yeah. what else even would have fit in there. I, nothing, nothing possibly. Yeah. All right, this one's a little more open-ended, obviously, but while ChatGPT may not recognize Anton Weininger for his contributions to the trumpet world, we know for a fact that he was a genius engineering musical oh he's a musical genius uh, he didn't write the music he got it written that was his them. friend he had to perform it and he played it he had to he perform it. it musically on an instrument that had never existed before yeah that he helped invent he's a musical hey, genius he couldn't play but he could play <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> I, actually, I went with bona fide, but I think Joey, your answer is worth half credit. Bonafide. I will, I will take full credit. Yeah, it was bona. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you will. That was oh, Joey in seventh grade talking yeah. to his math no, teacher. No, I will take full credit for this. I'll take full credit. You're Why wrong. did none of you remember what we did in algebra two fifteen years ago? 
because I do. Yeah. All right. Seems uh, easy enough. Number four, Scott Belk's flexibility books have gathered quite a following, although some people don't like the books because of all the they have to put up with while reading them. Sarcasm. I put witty language. Oh, that's good. I was going with slurs, but okay. (laughs) I thought you liked slurs. No points. No points for anybody. No points. <laughs> Although I think Brian and I were on the same page there, which is might be a better Absolutely. answer. Just saying. Yeah, that was a good answer. Sarcasm is a good answer. They are the most sarcastic. It's the top-selling sarcastic lip slur book in that's Southern what Ohio. He or Northern Ohio, he says. Yeah. Southeast Ohio. I think that's right. Yeah, that's that his claim. Somewhere it's on his Ohio. website. Southwest Ohio. Right. Where is he? <laughs> He's basically in Kentucky. Come on. <laughs> Cincinnati's in Kentucky. Actually, the Cincinnati International the Airport, Airport is the airport is. Yes. <laughs> right. I'm just saying. Yeah. Just give it up. All right. And finally, as someone who despises articulation, I always become suspect when players bring in this kind of music for a lesson. Brian. Rhythmic. Oh, I put technically demanding. Oh, it's French. <laughs> I think. I think. I think that means points all around. Points yeah, for everyone. Points. Ale, ale. <laughs> Points nice. for everyone. The answer was French. And in case anyone's wondering, the, uh, the the beep sound is done through the uh, Focusrite Scarlet 2i2 with a very expensive biodynamic double ribbon mic <laughs> <laughs> over an iPhone. That's why it sounds so That's good. Awesome. I mean, most expensive piece of equipment in the room. Yes, it is. Well, we I, need it. I need it to be clear. It's been doing good work. To be clear. <laughs> To be clear. All right, boys. Time for a couple things. Wow. Look, there will come a time for all of us when we decide that we can no longer play the horn. That decision will be different for everyone, and we will. It'll come at different times for everyone. It's actually a topic of discussion among our crew, has been for a long time. Is what are we going to do when it's time to quit? But more importantly. How are we going to deliver the message to someone who doesn't know it's time to quit? I got two. I want to start with two stories, if you don't mind. Oh, please. Um, We're ready for these. First, I, I want to recognize Ed Cord, who just retired from IU a couple of years ago. He's my colleague here for an awful long time. He was a, a, a great trumpet player and a great trumpet teacher. He played in the Israel Philharmonic, played in the Utah Symphony, and taught here for a number of years. How, how, many, how long did he teach there? I think 35 years. Yeah, I was going to say, it's got to be close to 40 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Ed uh, was like, okay, it's time to retire. I'm out. And uh, so I saw him in his first year of retirement. We're just out in Bloomington. Like, I, I think yeah. I, my daughter and I were out having dinner, and he and his wife walked in. We were just chatting. And I asked him, so, you know, what are you up to? Well, we're doing this, we're doing this, we're doing this. We're seeing the kids, we're traveling, we're doing this. I said, so what are you playing? You know, because mm-hmm. I'm thinking like I think, you know, which mm-hmm. is a problem. And he said, oh, uh, no, I'm not playing. And I said, no, I, I mean, you know, like for fun. He said, oh, no, 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 no. Listen, if I want, if I'm going to play, I want to sound good. And if I, if I want to sound good, that takes a certain amount of effort. I don't want to do that anymore. So I sold most of my horns, gave some weight to my son, and like I'm not playing at all. And I was confused. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Ed is very happy in his retirement. Yes. Yeah. Because he has gotten to the point of like, okay, if I if I want to do this, it's going to take this work. I'm not going to do that work, so I'm not going to play. I'm done. And he's very comfortable with that. He's happy with it. And he's having a great retirement. Mm-hmm. Now, on the other side, is every city I've ever moved to, and you know, I you know, I I've lived as a freelancer in uh, in the Baltimore D.C. area, in the Miami area, in the Chicago area, now the Indianapolis area. You know, I've been around a lot of these major metropolitan areas. You show up there, and especially as a younger person. You, you kind of, as you're working your way into a scene and you're working your way into gigging, there always seem to be a couple of those people that you wonder, <laughs> why is that person on this gig, right? Mm-hmm. And so a yes. couple of times I have asked, after maybe getting a little comfortable and get to know some people pretty well, why is that person here? And the answer always seems to be some variation of, oh, they're always on the gig. Mm. Like they've been doing this gig forever, so they just get to keep doing the gig forever. Yes. Which is right. kind of a problem. Yeah, you know there is there does come a time of diminishing returns, and boy, I hope I'm smart enough to see it so that I'm not one of those people that's like taking up space on a gig, 
and this is what we're yeah. talking about. Like, uh, you know, yeah. you know, we've kind of talked them among ourselves. Like, all right, let me know mm-hmm. if it's getting to that yep. point. If I'm on that, you know, let me know. Let me know. Now, I can tell you right now, I've been talking to old guys, no offense to us personally, since I was, you know, about 19, <laughs> saying, okay, as you get older on Intrepid, how do you keep getting better? You know? And all of them have right. variations on the same thing of, you got to practice the fundamentals. You got to yeah. keep up with that. Keep doing which has let me, led me to how I practice now. And, and sure enough, you know, I'm, I'm in my mid 50s and I'm still getting better. So. I know it's still working, but even you know can watch Doc Severinsen, who's in his mid to late nineties now, and mm-hmm. the last couple of times I've heard him play over the last like ten years of his life, here's what I've noticed: he still sounds just like Doc Severinsen. He still sounds absolutely great. It's still ridiculous that right. sound he makes still, but he knows what he can do because right. he's a practicer. Mm-hmm. So like for range, I I I know. I, He's still great up to a high of sharp. That's the note. But he's not going above that, and I think he knows that that's not something I know I can count on all the time, so that's not something I'm going to go do now. Yeah. And I know, like, maybe I'm not going to do five charts. I'm going to do three charts because I know I can do three. Maybe So he's smart about it because he's practiced. But if you watch him his whole life, if you watched him 40, 30, even 20 years ago, he'd go out and play, like, a a two-and-a-half-hour concert. And just be like, blam. Where yeah. now that doesn't happen in the same way. So even Doc, who's sort of the poster child for how to practice and Longevity. stay at the top of your game yeah. for an yeah. exceedingly long period of time, even there you can see, oh, he's really smart about this. And even there is some a point of I need to make those adjustments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we all, I think we all encountered this part of it, right? Like we've all seen this happen, which is why it comes up. You know, and among our right. group, we, we do kind of have this agreement. Yeah. And we'll see if that actually, what that plays out and what it looks like. But now, Brian, you've You said, won't have to tell me. I'm yeah, out. Brian, you yeah. said you're going to get out and that's it. You're selling the horns and buying camera equipment. I'm I'm, I'm leaving the horns here. I'm going to leave it for the students. Oh, nice. I'm, I'm taking my desk. <laughs> <laughs> which which oh has gosh. this is the funniest thing I've ever heard. I'm taking Best. my desk. I, I when I got promoted to full professor, I, I commissioned a desk, um, and it's a beautiful desk. And the person who made the desk for me um, knew knows George Rabbi, and said I want to put something on the side of the desk for Brian that he doesn't know about. And George said you have to put the original notation to the Haydn Trumpet Concerto on nice. it. So that's what's on the edge of the desk. It's beautiful. So what's the Weidinger um, desk? It's the Weidinger desk. The Weidinger desk. That's right. That's all exactly. Thing, all roads lead back to Anton Weidinger. Of course. Okay. So I'm taking the desk, but I'm leaving the horns. I'm leaving the music, and I'm out. Clark Herbert L. Mm-hmm. quit when he was 50. Oh. Stopped playing. That seems short-sighted. Very short-sighted because he was really good then. He said he saw too many people play past 50 and go up in flames in public, and he wasn't going to let that happen to him. Well, I will tell you that this is the age that I was worried about from the time I was 19. And especially, was 50? Yes, especially as a lead well, trumpet player, because what I seem oh, to sure. notice growing up is Which that, is what you are. What's that? Yeah, that's all you do, Joey. That's what you're you lead, do. That's you're who you guy. are. You're that's a lead guy. Everybody knows the only thing. I'm just a high-note jockey, and that's the only thing right, I can that's do. That's right. So right. you and should I, have worried about this. As Dr. Belk said, who specializes in bass trumpet, bass trumpet. Yeah. <laughs> which is awesome. Um <laughs> But the, what I saw an awful lot of in the past generations is uh, really, you know, fine uh, lead trumpet players, well-renowned lead trumpet players, get up right around age 50 and suddenly, quote-unquote, start working on their jazz playing, start stepping back a little bit. <laughs> and I'm like, huh, or just or just kind of disappear. Yeah. Right. Or, or the same thing in the orchestral world. You'll see guys get to a certain age, and usually it's somewhere in, in the early 50s, and say, Maybe I should not play principal anymore. Maybe I yep. should do this. Maybe I should take more weeks off. Maybe I need yeah. more assistance. Maybe so I started thinking: Is there some problem around fifty? Which is why I started talking to older trumpet players. Mm-hmm. And for the ones who, the ones I was always asking, are the players who were older that didn't seem to be experiencing this. I'm like, what did you do, and how do you look at this? It is obviously very, very possible to keep getting better and and. and I don't yeah. believe in maintaining, as you know. I right. believe in growth. So <laughs> I believe that it's still very, very possible in growth way past your 50s. Sure. But what sure. I think Herbert L. Clark saw was the same thing I saw as a kid, which is people who were 
playing but not necessarily practicing to get yeah, better. Right. They were using their gig or using their performing performance opportunities to quote unquote maintain their level. And if you're trying to do that, that clock is already ticking. Yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> yeah, you're in trouble. And, and fifty yeah. is a hard line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's this. So there's two sides of this, right? There's the fear of blowing up part of it. But I, I've also talked to some folks, and I'm thinking back to the the Woodwinds professor that I've talked about many times on this the podcast about who was my mentor when I first got here he was a true doubler right he played everything but he was no longer playing by the time I got here Mm. because he said I have too much respect for it right yeah he had gotten to the point where you know the embouchure wasn't that was it he was done great clarinetist bassoonist he was playing tenor sax in a quartet with some friends and that was it because he's like this this is an embouchure that I can manage and I'll do this for a little while but his was a game of respect, and he talked about some other folks who had done the same thing. I wonder if you've encountered that much. Sure. Yeah, the idea of, okay. Not I'm in gonna... trumpet players. It's about no. what, how they do, look in yeah, public. They do know but how to get out. But there know? are professional trumpet players that sort of step back and say, okay, I'm going to stop playing in public, but I'm still going to just noodle around and play for myself. Sure. And yeah, that's okay. I mean, that yeah. does absolutely happen. The hard thing is when you get to this point where, like, the intellectual game is so much stronger as you get older. Like the way you're able to process information, use it, get better, and all right. that. Some but, might say you become more efficient, Joey. I think uh, is what you would I wouldn't say. say I wouldn't say that. Uh, <laughs> uh, the problem is, is without the physical part, yeah, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because yeah. I don't care how well you can conceive of it. If you can't execute it, mm-hmm. you know, then you shouldn't be on the stage, right? Right. And, and your body reacts actually... to playing a gig, you know, in the next day, you don't recover as quickly. You have to, you have to strategize mm-hmm. and you have right. to be, you I mean, have even... to be working on it all the time. Last week or two weeks ago when we were heading into Easter and I had uh, the big, the third big band gig in a row the night before Easter. And yeah. one of my yeah. students asked in my studio class saying, okay, so, so what are you going to do then? Because like, you know, you're going to play Saturday night and you're doing a big band gig. And so after you get beat up on Saturday night, I said, I'm going to stop you right there. I didn't, <laughs> right. Say I, was going to, I didn't say I was getting beat up on Saturday night. I said I was going to do an hour-long rehearsal and then two 90-minute big band sets where I play all the lead. That's what I said. Right. <laughs> and he's like, but... But that but, means you get beat up. And I'm like, that does not mean that. <laughs> that but right. that's part of it. equal. That's yeah. part of it. Is if you're playing in a way where the gig beats you up and then you have to always, uh, you know, essentially heal to get going again, then yeah, then you're going to have to strategize a lot sure. because as you get older, you just heal slower. So the but idea, this, of course, yeah. is to not get beat up. Yeah, to practice this it is, up so you're all right. This is the reason Brian and I wanted to do this episode is because we're concerned about the way you hammer... i mean really how much longer do you have i think and i've really given this a lot of thought i think i only have about another 44 years Um, i think once i get to 100 i think this is going to get harder yeah it's going to be difficult but i I don't know how anyone could hammer the way you do and still be playing actually i i think it's funny (laughs) i have actually had people say you know like is in rehearsals you guys have been around rehearsals and i i I think you're either playing or you're not playing right so this yes you're not soft pedaling (laughs) the soft pedaling of rehearsals i've been in big band rehearsals where people like you know you only get so many like double you're born with so many and i said you're like i am basing my entire career on that being a faulty premise (laughs) (laughs) let's hope it's true but i I will tell you we've had this discussion about retirement my my wife and i've had this discussion that we are going to be wildly different people in the old folks home (laughs) that she is going to be the one organizing all the social events and getting people all together and doing everything and everyone is going to love her and I'm going to be the grumpy old man playing trumpet at seven in the morning, driving people crazy. Yeah, you and want I said, to give it up. She said, "Yeah, we might have to get separate rooms." And I may say, "I don't know you," because <laughs> <laughs> the idea for me is, uh, at least where I'm thinking now, and you know, things can always change. But if there gets to that point where I'm thinking, "Okay, uh, I'm now done with the gigging part of this. I need to, I, I need to step away from that." I don't think I'm going to stop playing. I think I'm still going to be messing around an awful lot and, and playing oh, at least wow. for fun and for myself. I think I think I will be that person. I could see you becoming the guy who says, yeah, I'm just going to go play changes and sit in with this quartet or do whatever. Or making bumpers for our podcast episode yeah. 1257. You know, a, a third lower. 
No, but maybe still they're higher. <laughs> One oh. more time. <laughs> still developing. Yeah. Less so. demand. I Correct. think I'm going to become the um, best euphonium player in the community band. I think that's you what are I'm not going to do that. <laughs> There's no way. Well, then we can play duets. When I'm playing bass trumpet, you play euphonium. Wow. I'm just saying. Yeah. Right. Because you have all the all the trumpet skills, but you don't need the. I mean, you still need some high notes on euphonium, but yeah, if you're going to play solo stuff, you need this. You need the same range, just an octave lower. Oh no, no solo stuff, just euphonium and a cooler. That's what I'm saying. Euphonium that, two. The, that's what I'm bringing. <laughs> yeah, euphonium two. If there's such a thing. Euphonium two in the concert band. Yeah. Oh bring my a cooler. gosh. You're playing in like the park band in the summer. That's you. Of course. Yep. Just a gig. You're not going to be conducting that band. Well, probably. It depends on which pays more. Yeah. I think we know what that is. I think we, I think you're going to have a hard time sitting in a community band playing second euphonium instead of going, you know, if I were up in front, I could make this band sound a lot better. <laughs> yeah, Bill's not happen. putting down the baton when he retires. No. That's for that's, sure. You can wag for a long time. Uh, you can play trumpet for I, a long I time. Think, well, you can. And I, I intend to play for, I don't, I'm not, I'm going to play for a while. Play as long as I can. But do the same thing until I feel like, oh, okay. Till we tell him. Till we tell him. Yeah, John Lowell and I've had this discussion an awful lot because John's you know about nine years older than I am. He's like, well, I'm getting old now. John, I said, John, I will let you know it's not time yet because John sounds great. He still sounds great, right? John's playing his butt off. Uh, One of the smart things they did recently around here is the chamber orchestra, which is the Indianapolis chamber orchestra, which is becoming more of an actual thing. It kind of started more of a kind of a put together group here and there, and it's really Mm -hmm. become established. It's it's a very good group. Um, uh, they basically kind of appointed John a couple of years ago and they had an opening, which is the smartest thing they've done in years. And they do some, they do some tricky stuff. They do some hard stuff. It's not just chamber music there, uh, despite yeah. their, the name of the group. It's nails. And I'm like, John, he recorded you know. all kinds of crazy stuff in Louisville though. Like they did a lot of contemporary stuff when he was oh, there yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. I mean, that was so a long time ago. he's kept now. it together all of these Oh, no, years. John practices. John's great. So talk about his his practice schedule. Have you talked with him about it? Do you he, know what yeah, he does? we're opposites. He practices at night. It's very funny. Right. We have opposite schedules. Well, I like to get up in the morning, and I'll come in here, and I start at 7 in the morning, and I'll answer emails and stuff. John does it at 10 and 11 o'clock at night. He takes his horns really? home, and right. then after everybody goes to bed, he pulls stuff out, and he's like, because I get emails from him at 11.15 at night. He gets emails from me at 7.15 in the morning. Right. Right. Yeah. See, until we started this, you know, me adapting to the thing, I was a nighttime guy, too. Sure. That's when everything got quiet and slowed down enough for me to get stuff done. Oh, I like having an so. end of the day. I, yeah, I like it being done. I like it yeah, being I know. Done. But, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm going to do the wagging. I'm going to do the writing. I'm going to stay up with those things. Yeah. We'll Even when you retire. I can yeah, see, I I can so. see my, myself finally. What about like, the grandkids? Right? Oh, that's right. You already have those. I already have started on that. Yeah, but you're going to have them in lots of different places. Well, that's okay. I mean, there's still time to do that. I I intend to be continue to be creative with things, even yeah. if I'm not playing the trumpet. See, I get think to that point. I can find. I, I have, without without any exaggeration, six trumpet ensemble tunes in my head right now that I do not have time to start writing. Wow. Well, I, yeah, I'm in the same boat. Like all I want to do is get Brian's new, uh, pretty solo cornet thing done. Yeah. yeah. I put the temp the templates in. That was my reward for finishing the piece for ITG was that I could start on Brian's new cornet solo. That was my excited. Yeah. was my encouragement, you know. Yeah. Well, how how soon can you be done with that? Can we do it on our Well, you can do it on our July concert. We would have to wait for October. No, I think I could have it done by then. I'm an idiot. Listen to me. Yeah. You could do no, it. I think I could. When's the concert? Um, July 17th. It won't be hard. July 17th. You know what I mean? yeah. It won't be hard. It's just going to be short, pretty. But after, especially after being at NTC this year and 16. hearing a couple of small ensembles play things that are mm-hmm. supposed to be jazz or jazz-influenced. Right. So oh, I know right. that there are people that want to be playing some more jazz-influenced trumpet ensemble things. I'm thinking we need some better stuff out there, and I think I've got some ideas of things that would be really good. You should write it for your students for next year. Yeah, I'd like to get them out, uh, but yeah. I need the time to sit down and write them. Yep. And that's the thing, like, this is what I, I hope NTC goes this way, and and it kind of has. Like, you see more and more custom arrangements of things, but yeah. let's, what about original stuff? Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. I mean, well, I'm already writing, thinking. You've been doing that for several years, though, writing original Yeah, I have, yep. Years. And I, uh, I'll intend to do that again, you know, yeah. next year. I've already got some stuff. See, this is the problem. I got that's kicking around in my head. I got your mm-hmm. cornet thing, right? I yeah. have a beginning, an early trumpet etude book 
that I've got bopping around in there. And another Christmas tune for Trumble Mundi. I was going to say the Christmas tune. Yeah. Christmas so I got, we got, we need I got a one done. I got one started. And then I have another Trombo Mundi piece that's wow. that's called, you know what that's called. That's going to be epic. What Dur- The Durango Shade Company. Now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> I love it. This yeah. is awesome. <laughs> Wait till Joe Nibley hears picture. that one. That is awesome. We already have that. We already have we the already album have, cover. Already have the album cover. It's yeah. exactly yeah. right. So I got to write the piece that goes with that. But I, I might need to go back to Durango. Good. You know what I mean? Just to immerse myself in the. You have to be there just to I get the vibe. I think all of us, we might all need to be there. Yeah. Well, yeah. Field trip. I mean, I, I'm an external what processor, so having you guys there would be great. It'd be <laughs> more, more creative environment for me. Yeah. Joe, think, can you set that up for us? Yeah. Joe, hook it up. You're going to need to bring us out uh, like an artist in residence sort of vibe. Here's yeah. what we'll do, Joe. Here it is. It, open. And we're just talking to Joe directly now. Everyone else, yeah. you can just tune Take in for a, a second. Yeah, Joe, straight. we're going to need. Uh, we'd like to come out and record a series of podcasts while yep. we're there. Maybe one a day. Sure. Perfect. And then we could release over a period of time that we're recorded live in Durango. Yeah. 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 This is a good idea. This sounds like a terrible plan. This sounds like a great plan. You're yeah. going to need this. What could possibly go wrong? Let's find out. <laughs> yes. Let's find out. <laughs> we should definitely find out. I've seen that T-shirt. That's a terrible <laughs> idea. What time do we leave? <laughs> Something like that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I uh, now it's also fun to think about this in terms of actually having this conversation, right? Like, yes. Ab- actually having to do this to say um, to someone. Imagine us sitting yeah, down with Doctor Belk <laughs> at, at ITG in May. We've already done this with Doctor Belk. <laughs> We've already tried it. It's sort of like a trumpet intervention sort of vibe. So we're gonna say, hey, yeah. Scott, so what do you do? Uh, check out. Check out episode one twenty four before you come in next week. It's your it's your homework. Yeah. Season right before, three, episode thirty four. Stop no, that. Stop it. I get a headache every time you do just, that. Just stop it. <clears throat> no, episode one twenty four. Exactly. Yeah. So, but it'll be funny, right? The thing is, I, and we've we've kind of preached this all along. We do have this rapport. We do have we have yeah. built this network, which will yes. make it easier. Right? Yes. When I, the time comes. I would abs. I mean. I would absolutely listen. If, if, if you guys said to me, hey, listen, it's time. It might hit me like a ton of bricks, but sure. you I'd listen to. Yeah. You would consider us full of crap. Well, I, I always consider you full of crap. <laughs> but you, the idea of, you know. You know what it's going to be like when we tell you that it's going to be like you and bifocals. Yeah, you know what? Okay. Another yeah, year. Yeah. Another and then year. another six months. And then another six months. Right. And then another six months. Yeah. I think for you, Joey, it's going to be when someone calls and you hitch for just a second and ask what's yes. on the program. Oh, I've never considered that. That's no, a great point. This is what it's going to be for you. Oh, you don't, don't even ask. Sign. No, you don't even ask. I don't. It could yeah, be, you look at the book, could, I'm free. doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. But I haven't told you what's on the gig. It doesn't matter. What are we wearing? And yeah, then you go. What time does it start and what are we wearing? Do I have to be there? Brian and I are like, um, Bach Festival? Uh, what's on that? <laughs> what chair? Oh, what that's chair? a that's a. I hadn't thought of that. That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Like if I actually had the thought mm-hmm. of, what do I have to do? That would be a yeah. warning sign, wouldn't it? That's your warning sign because you don't even have that. That that will shock never... you when that happens. That will shock you. You'll like you. That will jolt you. Oh, and you're, you're gonna scaring say, "Scaring me now." Okay, this is Bill was right again. You're gonna, that's what you're going to say. Again? That Bill was right again. first time. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you think, okay, so that's a good warning sign for me. How do you think you guys will know? Oh, like I in, think... in the absence of, of us just pulling aside and going, hey, listen, we need to talk. Well, that's there's not going to be the absence of that. That's going to happen before either one of us would ever even realize it. You of think course. so? I don't know. I think, I, I, I'd like to think I'm pretty aware and we'll just kind of come to that conclusion. But doesn't everybody think that? I don't know. For us, it's going to be when when we st- skip a, a series of days in the morning and we go, oh, wait, this is the time. I'm, I should I'm be doing this the thing. the wrong direction. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be yeah, I think it's going to be when I can't achieve like my favorite things to do, or if it's going to be something that is like that's a given. I know I can do that thing, and that's not working. Then, you know, interesting. Hmm. You no, know, because I want to. I mean, obviously, you want to hang on as long as you can. 
I don't know. Some people seem like the idea of oh, I'm going to retire and I'm just going to hang them up and walk away. No, I'm going to retire and and walk away from this. But I'm I'm just hoping that I don't get to that point before sixty five. So Brian, Brian, you but you're not going to hang on. You you're not going to just keep playing the cornet at home for fun. No, I'm leaving everything here. I've got other stuff I want to do. Of course, but I want to play my I want to play trumpet for my grandkids. I was thinking about keeping an instrument in case somebody wanted to play to start on cornet. One of the grandkids wow. wanted to start on cornet. And then we I thought, may, we may have to have the opposite conversation with Brian. Of, we have to say like you're not <laughs> no, allowed you need to, to quit. Playing. You yeah. have to keep playing. <laughs> We're mandating it. You're such a quitter. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what I did after first, I smashed my face first and went sign back of trouble. to ground zero. There it is. First sign of trouble. Brian's out. out. But, Brian, <laughs> what what did I say to you Like right after that? You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Yes. Yep. Let yourself heal. Come back, and the trumpet's waiting for you. Yeah. 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 That it's was a traumatic in, day. Interesting. Wow. Well, both of you guys. Yeah. It was traumatic for me because Brian called, and I was like, what could you possibly want? I'm trying to teach right now. I'm starting busting <laughs> his chops, and he goes, I'm in the emergency room. I'm like, oh, no. Ouch. Uh, yeah. Oops. I don't know if I'll ever play again. Yeah. No, so I'm, I'm actually enjoying the process, like, a lot now. Well, and that's the thing. Like, yeah. maybe, and maybe that's a sign. Maybe that's your sign, Brian, when maybe. you stop enjoying process. Because we're both process-oriented yes. in that regard. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, in that way. Maybe when when the process goes away for you, you're done. Yeah, I I'm I'm still very much enjoying the idea of playing and getting better every day. That's a that's yeah. a and when some days when it's not better or when it's really bad, like that's you know kind of funny. And it was hilarious. You know, some of coming back up from this was was hilarious. Trying to play your etudes, Bill. Oh, <laughs> yeah. days, I was like, wow, <laughs> just that's just not going to happen yet. <laughs> it was very funny. Nice. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it is. I think it is going to be different for everyone. But I, you know, I kind of rely on this now to think like, okay, at least we have this. But I think what we're doing is saying that to other people, maybe you should start building this. You got to have a network. You got to build this in. If you see it and you don't have that relationship with somebody, you just sit back and enjoy the, the car crash. I think you just you just go dark on them. And then <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. No, if you don't have this relationship, there's no way you can have that conversation. You you're not no, going to no. have the conversation. You, no, no not I, do I, it. I mean, I, I would have done that in every city I lived in. Like, hey, listen, um, <laughs> you really shouldn't be on this gig anymore. And I don't think anybody else is telling you, but come on. Then I'd never work again. Yeah, you're the hired gun. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a tough call. But no, if you don't have the rapport and you don't have the network in place, no way. No. What if you don't have that relationship with somebody and they come up to you and say, look, can you please tell me when? Well, I I have had this experience a few times with professionals that have said, hey, listen, I'd like to come get a lesson or I'd like to get some feedback. And I have been absolutely upfront saying things like, listen, we're colleagues, we're friends, whatever's appropriate at that time. And if you're asking me and we step into my room, I'll be honest with you, but I don't want that to become a personal in between our personal relationship right. Can't because be I will be unflinching in what I think. Mm-hmm. And and there <laughs> was, say? Uh, I will tell you one, one trumpet player in the Indianapolis area years ago uh, was saying, no, oh, no, I want hit me. Like I want to know. Mm. And, and came down in Bloomington. We spent a, a couple hours in my room and I said, here's what I'm seeing. Because he had been taking some auditions and he'd been trying to do some things and things weren't really going well. And yeah. I said, here's what I'm seeing. Here's what I think. And he was like, thank you. I appreciate it. But, uh, you know, somebody that, like, you know, we show up on gigs together. I didn't yeah. want that to be weird because I was fairly open and critical of the things yeah. that I, I think that were, were lacking in his playing at the time. But well, you're not, helping and people recognize that too. Well, yeah. I hope so. I hope it didn't come off as harsh. But yeah. certainly if, if, you know, most people when you say, hey, tell me what you think. No, man, you sound great. That's what they're looking for and that's what they want. And hey, listen, if you don't really want any criticism, you then I'm not the, the person, then I'm not in the position to offer it. Yeah, and <laughs> very few people are willing or, or maybe open to that purely objective. Yeah, Oof. you know. I, I will tell you this. I think we've had this discussion before, but Tom Hooten, right? Principal Trump at the Los Angeles Phil, yeah. when he got to Indianapolis, he was third trumpet in Indianapolis, right out of the Marine Band. And the first time I show up for a Pops concert, said, hey, can I play for you? Yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. um, uh, sure. <laughs> so I like, went over to his house uh, on a, like a Friday afternoon, and he was playing. He's like, what do you think? And I said, I said the same thing. Hey, listen, man, you know, you 
you know, won the gig. Yeah. So he goes, no, no, no. You be honest with me. You tell me what you think. And I'm like, okay, here's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's like, yeah, yeah. I said, I hope that wasn't too harsh. He goes, no, I've heard this before. Like, you know, but I kind of, <laughs> I went in on what I thought I saw at the time. And he's like, yeah, that's totally fair. I appreciate it. You know, but, and you know, even somebody at Tom's level, which at that time was pretty high. Yeah. Yes. But he was saying, no, give it to me straight. Yeah. In the way that we've all done with each other. Right. Because sure. we have yeah. that relationship now. We can sit in the room and go, hey, what the... What's going what on with that? going on there? <laughs> or just scream A major at each other during Clark 3. <laughs> <laughs> a major. Right. <laughs> but to have, you should have... You should have... Uh, community of people that you trust in this way yeah and there are people who are really great players and musicians who really could use somebody right. being honest with them of course well just and to, i think as an artist yeah that's really what we hope to accomplish today is like you know we're this is a difficult conversation to have but we're just sort of planting the seed you know maybe more people will talk about it now right and more people will be in a position that even if if they're just referencing this and say you're not going to believe what these idiots were talking about can you believe that <laughs> hey, that's right? kind of funny now that you bring it up now that you mention it you know yeah what are you going to do with those next week when you quit <laughs> yeah so how long are you gonna hold on to those horns <laughs> yeah that's, a, yeah, that's or a if it's your colleague course, and you want that's a pretty that nice kickback there uh I, I think i've told you the story about my former student of mine we'll just call her carrie for example yeah yeah uh who said to me one day just flat out hey can i have your e-flat trumpet when you die <laughs> and i was that like awesome. what did you just what that is awesome well, your kids don't play the trumpet. What's I mean, really, what's going to happen to it? And I could really use it. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, do you awesome. just want me to put like a tag on it with your name on it, like a grandfather clock in the corner or something like that? You know? That's yep, this, exactly. This goes to Carrie. Yeah. She's like, well, that's fine with me. Yeah. yeah. Like, In the will is fine. <laughs> right. But you got to realize that when you die, as soon as you commit to this sort of thing, I don't know. Could be sooner rather than later. If that, kid, if that student really wants that horn, depends on how bad. Suddenly we're in a murder e mystery movie. You're an Agatha Christie story at this point. <laughs> yeah, I thought, well, that's a pretty bold move. Yeah. yeah, I like the case of the Shire's E flat. There it is. <laughs> well, I think it was. I mean, I could look at it this way and say, well, she assumed I was going to keep playing until I died, yeah. that I would have use for it until then. Fair, right? You know. I think of course she might go. also have been thinking that'll be next Friday. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she has the gig she needs That's it true. for. Yeah, maybe she looked at me like, "Well, this can't take much longer." Can it? <laughs> I could buy one, or in I a couple mean, of years, I could inherit one. I yeah. just outweigh this. I think yeah. I'll be okay. I can wait, I can wait this out. It'll be ten, fifteen minutes. I can wait that out. <laughs> My goodness! All right, boys. Time for no offense. As if today's topic wasn't offensive enough. Look, if you're committing the eternal hangover and playing longer than your own shelf life. <laughs> eternal hangover. Oh, my gosh, that's brilliant. Then uh, you may be doing it wrong. Look, sign an agreement with a friend. Make a pact. Be honest with yourself. You know, besides, you used your phone names are going cheap right now. You know, <laughs> make the switch. What do you think? Get a baritone. Get I a, like get it. Get a yeah, Belfort no, baritone. No, you, I mean, you absolutely need to build a community, and you need to absolutely have friends that can be this brutally honest with you as we'll we have are. To be honest, yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and you know, I, and it is important because you do not want to be. You don't want to be that person on the gig, that no. person that's like, oh, why are they still here? Oh, do you know how many texts and emails we're going to get after this airs of people saying, <laughs> "Look, I've been meaning to mention this to you for a while." <laughs> I'm ready. Bring them on. Bring them on. That's what's going to happen. We are opening yeah. the door to our own demise. People no, aren't aware, right? Fun. People just don't know. They need help understanding. Yep. What is George Rabbi said? An amateur never has a bad night. Right. <laughs> wow. That's brilliant. George, on it. Yeah, well, yep. They just have no idea. Nice. They like the way they played it. Yeah, no develop those it. relationships. Well, boys, that should about do it for today. Hey, stay tuned, tell your friends and neighbors, and watch the clock. So long for now. Remember to keep an open mind, but more importantly, an open bell.